0: Hello, this is Angelique with the Gaston County Public Library, here again with librarian supervisor and cooking with a library star, Andrew Pierce. A little personal info for all of Andrew's fans, his favorite color is Carolina blue, his favorite drink is Capri Sun, and like critically acclaimed soap actress Moira Rose, his favorite season is award season and Christmas, which is why he's here again today with his Emmy win predictions. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you for having me back, Angelique. I don't think I've had a Capri Sun in 25 years, but I, you know, what, it's all good. Uh, so you don't know it's not your favorite. So it might be, yeah. I, I might have been missing out the last 20 years on uh, that drink. Thank you for having me back. I kind of assumed you would never allow it ever again. It's close, close. Yes, uh, particularly. I, apparently, I breathe too much. You listeners, do. that's a that's a problem. Anyway, let's dive right in. So you know, last time we did the nomination predictions, nominations came out, and we are not that long from the Emmys this year. So we're going to do the winner predictions. We knew that the Emmys were going to look different, and now we know how they're going to shake out. They're going to be completely virtual, and they're going to be spread over a lot of nights. Uh, kind of what the Daytime Emmys did this year, they did it over like four or five nights. So the Creative Arts Emmys will be between Monday and Thursday every night, September 14th and September, through September 17th. And then the big ceremony, of course, will be on September 20th, Sunday at 8 p.m. on ABC. And so if you're like me, you actually get to enjoy five full nights of Emmy celebrations. Most people are like, oh dear God, but I, I, I enjoy it, so... Great. So let's start your predictions. How about the drama categories? All right. So when I do this, I always do like a will win, could win, and should win. A lot of awards folks and prognosticators do this, and I kind of like it because you get to say your prediction. You get to say who you think is going to win if that person doesn't. And then you also kind of get to throw in your own personal pick. So this, this, this is how I do it, and let's get started. For Best Drama Series, my will win is Secession. My could wins are Ozark or The Crown. And then my should win is Secession. I think that this is Secession's to lose. Ozark and the Crown also did very well with nominations. And that's why they're in the could win category. Both of them had some interesting snubs, though. And that's why, you know, you start to look at if everyone's doing well, where did they miss and, and, and where did they, they get in? So Ozark missed out on Tom Pelfrey and Janet McTeer in the supporting categories. And the Crown missed out Josh O'Connor, which is really depressing because he's so good in the show and it missed out Jane LaPoiterre, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, that's okay, and Charles Dance in in the guest categories. Um, So in contrast, the session got way more nods than expected. Um, It got two in guest actress, Cherry Jones and Harriet Walker. Then Nicholas Braun got in alongside Culkin and McFadden, which I had predicted those two, I did not predict Nicholas Braun at all. So clearly the, the show is really well liked, and it got in a ton of technical categories, and let me tell you, I like the show, but it's not like, it's not a Game of Thrones, it doesn't have fancy special effects and all that kind of stuff so forget for it to get that many technical nominations is is really indicative of how popular the show is i mean i also think the buzz for it is just really high it's just it has hit the zeitgeist so i think it's going to win but if not ozark or the crown and honestly it's my personal favorite of the bunch so i hope it does for best actor in a drama series this year i kind of see this as a repeat of last year's best actress category so last year, the upstart Jodie Comer beat her own co-star, Sandra Oh, who was kind of the beloved veteran, been nominated for a lot of Emmys before, back to the Grey's Anatomy days, um, because because in all honesty, Comer's season was season two. It was She was the best of that season. I think that voters love Secession, and I think that they're watching that show. It wouldn't get that many nominations if they weren't really watching it. And I think the same thing's going to happen. Brian Cox is great. He's the living legend at this point, but Jeremy Strong his performance as Kendall is, is really jaw-dropping, and, and he I, I cannot imagine what they're going to put him through in season three, because they have put him through everything on those first two seasons, and he has just knocked it out of the park. So I, I think that there's going to be an upset, and I think it's going to be Jeremy Strong for Secession, I think he should win. He's definitely the best. If there is a vote split between Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong, look for Jason Bateman for Ozark. He did win a directing Emmy last year for the show, but he's never won an acting Emmy, which is funny because he's been on television shows for 20 years, and he's never won. So they, they could give him a nod, and it'd be a nod for Ozark, which is also, like I said, a show they love. So for Best Actress in a Drama Series, when The Morning Show did not get nominated for Drama Series, which is is still a shock to me, I immediately moved out Jennifer Aniston. I put in Laura Linney for Ozark, who really had the best season and got a lot of buzz. But after some thought, I'm going to take a gamble on Aniston anyway. The actors loved The Morning Show. So maybe, maybe it didn't get in for Drama Series, but it got a lot of acting nods. It got Mark Duplass and Steve Carell—people that I was not predicting at all—and I'm gonna. I I think that the same thing that happened at SAG is going to happen here. So last year at the SAG Awards, actually earlier this year, Jennifer Aniston won, and the show was not nominated for Ensemble, which is kind of the equivalent of the series category. And so it's that she's kind of in the same situation, and she's really good on the show, and is really well liked by her peers. She's always been kind of stuck in those Rachel roles since her days on Friends. You know, the she always plays the fun or the the sidekick the romantic comedy all that kind of stuff but every once in a while she pulls out all the stops in a great dramatic role like the good girl a cake is a great example and this is another great example she really showed her acting chops on the morning show and i think she's popular enough to overcome her shows missing out in drama series series so lenny is the obvious choice for upset but i would also look out for olivia coleman her predecessor claire foy upset in this category the last time the crown was eligible and Olivia Coleman is a recent Oscar winner, and she's really, really good in the show. So I, I could definitely see that happening. So for supporting actor in a drama series, I'm actually, once again, kind of going out on a limb here. So what happened, is in the old days of Emmy voting, you would have 70 members watch an episode that was submitted. And so you could have four or five people from the same show nominated, and it didn't necessarily split the votes. There's an old one, we go back to the, the days of Desperate Housewives, where Felicity Huffman, you know, before all the anyway but she won the emmy and a lot of people say she won because of Marsha cross her her co-star Marsha cross's episode so she had multiple chances to prove that she was really good but nowadays it's just kind of more of a populist vote they still submit episodes but they don't mean that much so we've seen where if you have one co-star nominated you can win jeremy strong can beat brian cox brian cox can beat jeremy strong but when you have three or more it really does start to split the vote and it causes someone else to win last year's best example of that was game of thrones they got four nominated and supporting Actress. And immediately it was like, this isn't going to happen. It, it's going to be somebody else. So the, the one problem with Nicholas Braun being the third member of the Secession cast to get into this category is I really thought Culkin or McFadden could win. Particularly McFadden, I thought he was really good this season. And they probably still can. But with Braun there, I think it's going to pull away just enough votes that someone else is going to win. So I'm thinking either Billy Crudup for the morning show. I'm not picking him. But I think that it's going to be Bradley Whitford for The Handmaid's Tale. Now, The Handmaid's Tale, we talked about in the nomination podcast how there's going to be a ch- time where this show just sort of starts to drop. And this year it really happened. No Elizabeth Moss, only one in supporting, one in, I think, uh, supporting actor, one in supporting actress. I don't think they got any in guests this year, which they won those both those categories last year. But Bradley Whitford did get in. He won last year for The Handmaid's Tale for this exact character in Guest. He got bumped into supporting this year because he had more episodes. And I think that he's really well liked. He won this, uh, this category back in in the day for West Wing. Um, Josh Lyman and the West Wing is now doing this whole, they're on the front of the Entertainment Weekly this month, encouraging people to vote and all that kind of stuff. So he's in the spotlight. Billy Crudup, though, could win for the, the morning show. Um, like I said, even though it didn't get a drama series, the actors cre- clearly liked this show. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm going, I think they're going to go back to an old favorite, and that is Bradley Whitford. I would also, by the way, not discount Giancarlo Esposito. Even though better Call Saul did not do as well this year. He's nominated twice. And actually, I'm predicting him in the other one. But he could win here. We've seen that happen where if they're nominated twice, you think they're going to win somewhere, but they end up going for the other, uh, the other nomination. But uh, my, my, my will win is Bradley Whitford. My could wins are Culkin, McFadden for Secession, or Billy Crudup. And my should win is Matthew McFadden. I think he's the best, the best one of the bunch on Succession. For best supporting actress, this is a fun one. Julia Garner won last year because of all those Game of Thrones uh, individuals. So this year it'll be interesting to see if she wins again. It's because they really liked her. If she doesn't win, it's probably because they were all the votes splitting last year, which which we we get that. I'm going with Helena Bonham Carter. I do think that The Crown is going to walk away with at least one acting Emmy. It's very pop. I think it won the ensemble at SAG this year, so it's still very popular with the actors. She's an Oscar-nominated veteran. She's really great as Princess Margaret, and that's such a juicy character because Princess Margaret was, well, an interesting uh, royal. Uh, so, So there's a lot of material there. And um, she didn't do as well in the early awards circuit, but that was also six months ago. I think Emmy voters are not going to pass up the chance to to honor her. She really is a genuine movie star, and I think they like her. I also have to mention Meryl Streep. Look, I I love Meryl Streep, but the second season of Big Little Lies was was not great. But her name is on the ballot, and there are people who are going to vote for her because they want to see Meryl Streep win the 4,000th award. So don't discount her. It would not shock me. Real quick, just to go through the rest of the drama, I think for directing, it's going to be The Crown. It won last year, or not last year, two years ago, the last time I was eligible, The Crown won for directing. And Aberfan is probably the best episode of any drama series this season. Besides maybe Secession, This Is Not For Tears. So I'm kind of predicting a split. I'm predicting Aberfan wins for directing, and then Secession's This Is Not For Tears wins for writing. It actually won writing at the BAFTAs up against a bunch of British shows. That's how much it's well-liked by writers. I can easily see both of those winning both. I can see them flipped. Or I could see, you know, a combination of that. But I think I think that's how it's going to uh, shake down. For a uh, guest actor, I'm going down on a limb here. The Mandalorian was a huge shocker. It got like 15 nominations, only one acting nod, on, But it also got in for drama series. Disney Plus knew what they were doing. They pushed the show, and it's Star Wars. I'm not really sure about this category. I hate the guest categories. I never get them right, so just ignore me probably. Andrew Scott could win for Black Mirror. He, he was a big hit last year, and he didn't win for uh, Fleabag. He played the hot priest. Um, James Cromwell for secession, if secession is is just as popular as I think it's gonna be. The other one, maybe Jason Bateman, the outsider, did not get a lot of attention, but because he's nominated so much for Ozark, maybe he can't win for Ozark because of, you know, because of the secession guys, this might be a way to honor him. I'm going with Giancarlo Esposito. I think that he's two double nominee this year. He's clearly well liked. He's never won an Emmy and I think he's gonna surprise. Um and guest actress, I am I would just it would just make me so happy to see Cicely Tyson finally win for How to Get Away with Murder. She's won Emmys before. She won way back in the day a lot of Emmys. But I, she's so good on the show. She plays Viola Day's uh, character's mother, and she shows up once or twice a season, and she just knocks it out of the park, and she's a living legend. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Cherry Jones won last year for The Handmaid's Tale. She's up again this year for Secession. Secession is the big, you know, contender this year. I think she's going to win again, and Cherry Jones is great. She wins a lot of Emmys. All right, let's move on to the comedy awards. All right. This is it. <laughs> this is it. I said in our nomination podcast, I said I would predict Shit's Creek if it beat expectations in terms of nominations. Well, it did. Yeah. And I am so excited. It didn't get Emily Hampshire, but I, I kind of, I, I, I wasn't sure about that one. But all four main cast members got in. Two writing nods, a directing nod, a bunch of technical nods. And I, I love the show, but except for more as outfits, it's not really a technical show. I mean, costume maybe, but it got tons. It really does look like this year's flea bag. It looks like the show that's going to upset. I love The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's a great show, and it got a whopping 20 nominations, but it missed something. For a show that, that's that technical and for a show that was getting 25, 26 nominations, it is a dip for it. It didn't get writing. It missed Jane Lynch in supporting, which was a real shocker. And there were a few in the guests I thought might get in. It's still a close race. Maisel has a lot of support across the branches. It is a great show, and it has Amazon behind it. Amazon doesn't have a lot of shows. Um, That is the one they're pushing, and Pop TV, God love it. I don't even know if they have a budget for (laughs) for Emmys because it's such a small network. But I think that Schitt's Creek is going to win. It also has, it's the rooting factor. Everyone wants this show to win because it's the underdog, and it's the show that was discovered. I would also be really happy for Insecure. Got in, love that show, and The Good Place. Final season was fantastic. So there's a lot of great series in here, and if one of those four wins, it's going to be a good night. But I, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Schitt's Creek. By the way, that is my, that's my will win. My could win, of course, is Maisel, and then my should win is Schitt's Creek. It's no secret that Anjali and I are um, humongous fans. So uh, for Best Actor in a Comedy Series, I'm, I'm going to keep the theme going. I think it's going to be Eugene Levy. A lot of folks think that Rami, Rami Youssef, excuse me, Rami, uh, Yusef, who won the Globe this year, can pull this off. He got like four nominations for the show, writing, directing. He got in an a- as an actor, and then I think Marshall Ali got in as well. If the show had been nominated for comedy series, I would be really inclined to pick him. He's kind of the young upstart, but he didn't get it. Didn't get in. Um, he's great. He he could win. It's a great show. But I, I just, without that comedy series nod, he doesn't have the power of, like, a Jennifer Aniston to overcome that. He, even when he won the Globe, the people were like, he, he got up there and everyone's kind of clapping. He's like, I know you have no idea who I am. Like, he he admits that. Ted Danson could win. He, he of course, is an a Emmy-winning legend, and he's so good in The Good Place. I think it's Eugene Levy's to win. He he did win a writing before. As has Catherine O'Hare, They actually did, like, this sketch show way back in the day, and they both won for writing. And we'll get to that in a second. But in almost 50 years of acting, Eugene Levy has never won a major acting award. And I think it's about dang time he does because he's that good. And so I I think he's going to pull it off. In Best Actress, I also think Catherine O'Hara is going to win for the same reason. My could wins, I would watch out for Issa Rae because Insecure Insecure really is popular. And it's almost all on her back. I mean, She produces it and writes it and gets those directors. and, and, And the success of that show rides on Issa Rae's talent. And Rachel Brosnahan, who won two years ago, could obviously pull an upset as well but I think it's going to be Catherine O'Hara. You know, she and she and Levy have done so many great projects to go together over the years. You go back to all those Christopher Guest movies that were so so fun. It just seems fitting that it's time to reward them and to reward them together. Maura is the most ridiculous human being that has ever graced the small screen, but she's also lovable. And it's that that's because Catherine O'Hara really pulls that together. It really is an amazing performance. So she's my will win and my should win, and my could wins are, are Issa or Rachel. So for supporting actor... I would love to see the the shits creek continue, and I think it can, by the way. But I also think supporting actor, supporting actress, they're going to kind of mirror last year. Tony Shalhoub for supporting actor, I think he'll win. I think that Dan Levy could win, and I think he should win. But I also think he's going to win directing. So I think he's still going to walk away with an Emmy this year. I think he's also a producer. So if the show wins, he wins as well. But Shalhoub is a huge Emmy favorite. He he won, I think, again at SAG. He won last year for Mazel. Uh, he won all those years for Monk. I hate that show. <laughs> I love Tony Shalhoub, and it was funny because when, when they announced that he was going to be in Maisel, and I was like, and I loved all the people. I love Amy Sherber, Palladino, and I was like, this upstart, Rachel Brosnahan. I'm like, oh, and then they're like, Tony Shalhoub. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, he's going to be annoying like he was in Monk. But he is, and he's actually really good. He's he's great in this in in the role. Um, fingers crossed for an upset. No offense to Tony Shalhoub. You've won enough Emmys. I, I'd love to see Dan Levy win. Alex Borstein it's the same thing in supporting. She's won two years in a row. I think she's going to be a Triple Crown winner here and uh, she's so well liked the show is still well liked and I don't think Maisel is at the point where it's not going to walk away with something big like I don't think it's going win comedy series but last year even with Fleabag sweeping they still managed to get these two awards and I think that's going to happen again Jane Lynch did not get nominated which actually helps her because now she's just up against one co-star Maren Hinkle and she beat her last year so that is the same case that that she had last year if Lynch had gotten in I would put Annie Murphy because I love her once again a ridiculous human being but actually a really great performance and I'm also – I think that Annie could, could pull an upset. I also think Darcy Carden. We talked about how we were hoping she got in for yeah, Janet. Yeah. Last year, if she had gotten in, she should have won because that Janet's episode, we talked about that, is so good. But I, I think she could, she could pull an upset because the, the, the Good Place did really well this year. I mean, it, it really in, increased its nominations. William Jackson Harper got in. Cheedy got in in Supporting Actor. So I, I could see them maybe wanting, maybe wanting to, to give it something. And that's where I think, I'm predicting in writing and directing, I'm predicting, predicting that the Shits Creek finale will win for both. This would give Dan Levy his Emmy. But I, I could see in writing, I could see the Good Place finale winning. Because if, if for all of the Good Place, it, it is the most cleverly written show on television. Yeah. It's so unique. And I could see the writers give it a farewell. We see that a lot. Friday Night Lights never won. But in its final season, it won. Uh, Kyle Chandler won. And it won, I think, writing or directing. The Americans a couple years ago, it couldn't beat Game of Thrones. but Matthew Reese won and the writing one, So you've seen that where it shows that they're not necessarily going to give it comedy series, but they love it and they want to give it something. So watch out for Darcy Cardin and watch out for it in writing uh, the writing category. For guest actor in a comedy series, uh, Eddie Murphy should win for SNL. Let me tell you something. I mean, he was a classic SNL character back in the day, or actor back in the day, and he made some amazing characters. And when he came back, it was like he didn't miss a beat. He is still one of the best comedians working today and just a legend. But there's there's like three or four guys for SNL nominated. It's not quite the same as vote splitting in the other categories because obviously the SNL episodes are all unique. I think Luke Kirby, who won last year, could actually win again for Maisel. I, I'm kind of leaning more towards him, but I, I'm really rooting for Eddie Murphy. So I, I think I'm going to go for that. For guest actress, I'm going with Wanda Sykes for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's been nominated a bunch of times. I think she's won for, for writing. She's never won for her acting. She plays the legendary comedian Moms Babely, and and it's a really great episode. But I would also not discount Maya Rudolph, has two nods this year. She got in for SNL, and she got in for uh, The Good Place. And I would love to see her for The Good Place. The Judge is just funny. Yeah. Um, and maybe Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She, I mean, obviously, she was a hit last year. She won, I think, two or three Emmys for uh, for Fleabag, and she was really good on SNL. The one I'm rooting for, my should win, is Angela Bassett. Um, there's a great show called Black Lady Sketch Show, and it's actually Issa Rae produces it. It's on HBO, and she was just – people think of Angela Bassett, she's – you know the legendary she played tina turner and she plays all these dramatic roles get her in a comedy and she's hilarious uh and she's really good i don't think that's gonna happen but i would love to see that happen all right how about limited series and tv movie categories sure we did not actually talk about these in the other podcast because it was already like 60 minutes long um <laughs> but since we we're, we're clicking through these let's go through them you're gonna hear this over and over again these categories Watchmen, watchman watchman this is series got like 26 i think emmy nominations it led the entire field of all programs and it just it just exploded i mean i knew it would do well and is behind it and had all the technical elements but it did really well and it did well where some of its biggest contenders like mrs america i thought was really going to be a big contender but it missed out on a lot of nominations so i, I think Watchmen's going to win limited series and mrs america or maybe unorthodox could win but Watchmen should win. It really is fantastic, and that we do own on DVD. We just got it here at the library, so you can get that for TV movie. This category has become such a such a wasteland of crap. It really ha- I think they need to combine the categories again because they really are stretching to get there. Um, there are three this year though that are actually pretty decent that that might win. Uh, one is the uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt finale movie. Now I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and it actually was really well done. And the other one is El Camino, which was the Breaking Bad movie that Netflix did. I thought that thing was going to get tons of nods. It got like three or four. I thought it only got one, but it actually got like three or four. They're all technical nods, though. It's probably the one that most people are going to pick. But I also look at, you know, which networks did these things come from in a really tight race or in a race you don't know. And there are four Netflix series nominated. And then there's just one that is a different network, and that's HBO for Bad Education. It had um, Hugh Jackman. And uh, Allison Janney, I think at one point it premiered as if it was going to be a movie and HBO picked it up. I think it's going to pull it off. HBO only has one thing to fight for. Netflix has four. And it, none of these are really standouts. But um, Bad Education was really well received. It, it did get good reviews. And I, I think it's going to win. I also think if we move on to actor and a TV movie, limited series. So they have separate limited series and then TV movie. But then when you get to the acting and the writing and directing, they combine the, the two categories. I think Hugh Jackman's going to pull it off for Bad Education. It's kind of a, it's it's a very much a against type performance for him, he, you know. And but but he does a good job with it. But this is this is a weird race. I really don't know who's going to win. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I don't know who's going to win. So I would love to see Mark Ruffalo win uh, for a, sh- a series called I Know This Much Is True. It's based on the Wally Lamb book, and it's he plays this dual performance. And one of the brothers is struggling. The other one is having to help him. It's really a, a remarkable performance. But that's the only thing that show got. That was the only nomination. Paul Mescal is, is an interesting one. He's 24 years old, newcomer. He's never acted before in the series called Normal People, which kind of exploded on Hulu. It didn't get in there for the series, but did get four nominations. And he's kind of, there's a lot of, you know, Hugh Jackman, Jeremy Irons, Mark Ruffalo, all these big Oscar nominated, Oscar winning actors. He's kind of the standout. The other one is Jeremy Pope for Hollywood, who, who I wouldn't be surprised. Hollywood's not a good series, but he's really good in it. And he's, he's a newcomer. So I could see Mescal or, or Pope pulling it off. But the other one to really watch for is Jeremy Irons. He he's not. I I love his character in Watchmen, but he's really not the standout in Watchmen. But he is Jeremy Irons. He's so Jeremy Irons, and he's he's an Oscar-winning actor. And if they really love Watchmen, they'll check him off. But I'm going with Hugh Jackman. My should win though is Mark Ruffalo, just in case I didn't say that. So for Best Actress in a TV movie limited series, a couple months ago, this was a dead heat race between Kate Blanchett and Regina King. Even then, I was kind of leaning towards Regina King, but Blanchett is the Oscar-winning movie star, and this is her first Emmy nomination and. And, and, and usually, that kind of combination, the Emmy voters just love that. But Regina King is also an Oscar winning movie star. She actually won much more recently than Kate Blanchett did. And she's also a huge Emmy favorite. I think she's won three Emmys in the last, like, within, within the last six, seven years. And then the nominations came out, and Watchmen just exploded. And, and Mrs. America kind of had a muted uh, nomination. It still got like 10 nods, but it, it was expected to get a lot more. And that, to me, made it clear Regina King's going to win this. This is her fourth Emmy. And she deserves it. She's so good in Watchmen. Such a great show. Supporting actor, once again, I I did not particularly like Hollywood. Uh, And it got a lot of mixed reviews. That's why it it, it did well with the actors, because there's a lot of big names. It did well with the technical nods, because it's a period piece. But it didn't get in for limited series. And it's because it really wasn't that great of a show. But we're kind of in the same vote-splitting reign that we've been in in some of these other categories. And that is that three guys from Watchmen, Louis Gossett Jr., Javonna Depo and Yaha Abdul Mateen II. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but they all got in, and that just—if two of them had gotten in, maybe one of them could have won. But with three of them in there, I just think there's going to be a lot of vote splitting. Titus Burgess could could win, and I I, I love Titus Andromedon. He's a hilarious character, and there were several years where he was nominated in, in the comedy when it was when it was submitted in comedy series, and he he was so close to winning he never did. This might be the year that he wins. And he's also kind of, everyone else is very serious, very serious performances. And he is just hilarious. He, he really is the standout. So that being said, though, I think that while Hollywood was not the greatest thing in the world, Jim Parsons is Jim Parsons. He won like four Emmys for the Big Bang Theory. He really is playing against tight. I mean, this is, it is a shocking character. I think it's over the top. I don't think it's particularly that great of a performance, but I think his name on a ballot, too many Watchmen guys, and maybe some voters might not want to reward you know Titus Burgess <laughs> acting like a acting crazy on on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So I'm going with Jim Parsons for supporting actress. I think this is really a two way race. Uza Duba is is a possibility. Oh by the way, for, I forgot to say this, but in supporting actor, I, my vote would be for Giovanna Duba for Watchmen. Um, there was a really great episode where he they go back in time. He the the Regina King character takes this thing called nostalgia. Remember it's a it's a genre piece. So and he, she goes back into her grandfather's memories, and Giovanna Deppa plays a young Louis Gossett Jr.'s character, and you get to see him and, and his journey, and it's just a really great episode. He's a young actor. He's been in a lot of great things. He was in Fences with Viola Davis and Denzel Washington, and he's really, really great. So it's not going to happen, but I would really be happy if it did. So now back to supporting actress. I think my will, the will win to me is Jean Smart, and she should win. I love Jean Smart. I mean, I loved her back when she was Charlene on on Designing Women. She was in 24, Samantha who She has been a great actress for years. She's won several Emmys before. But she just knocks it out of the park in Watchmen. And I, I think she's going to win. Tony Collette, though, Unbelievable, did not do as well as people thought it would. It did get in for a limited series. But she's also an Emmy winner. And she's really, that that's a that's a hard series to get through. But she is fantastic in it. And Mrs. America has two, I think it has three nominees in this category. It's the one category where, where it really did well. So I think that once again, there's going to be a lot of vote splitting. But if someone does rise, I think it might be Uza Aduba, who played Shirley Chisholm. She's really great, and she's a, a recent Emmy winner. She won several for, um, for, I just blanked. Orange is the New Black. Jeez, that show just die bombed off the. I mean, it was like the biggest thing, and I mean, I think it had a season. This final season this year, but I don't know does anyone watch it. Okay, anyway. Someone did. Uh, Laverne Cox got nominated in um, a Guest Actress in a Drama Series, so it did get one nomination this year. So for uh, directing and writing, for writing Watchmen, it's the only episode that, that got nominated. I think it's the only one when they submitted in writing This Extraordinary Bidding. That's the one that I talked about with Giovanna Depo. I think it's definitely going to win. It's, it's uh, impeccably written. The problem with directing for it is, once again, you get too many. No- it's, it's great to have a lot of nominees, but then it splits votes. I think it got three in. Maybe four? No, three. three nominations in directing for Watchmen and they're all great episodes I don't know how they pick I'm I'm, I'm predicting a split I'm also predicting that instead uh Lynn Shelton wins for Little Fires Everywhere Little Fires Everywhere was very well received Reese Witherspoon Carrie Washington got nominated got nominated for series she is a beloved television director that actually just recently passed away so I think that the directors are going to want to recognize that Uh, she was a great talent and it'd be a nice moment posthumously to recognize someone who who contributed a lot to the television industry in her short time with us the vote splitting also helps with that so I, i'm predicting lynn shelton to win and i kind of hope she does because she's she's earned it so real quick i'm just gonna go through some of these other big categories We're some gonna flash through them uh reality competition series rupaul's drag race has run recently this category does not tend to turn over a lot something will win four or five times and then they'll do something new so i think it's going to win again but if this if this is the year that they decide to do something different Top Chef had a really good season. I could see that happening. Or The Masked Singer, which I think is the stupidest thing ever. And I know like, I'm going to lose people on that one. So people love that show. I, I have not found the appeal of it. But it is wildly popular. I mean, that show is, everyone talks about that show. So for reality hosts, it's the same thing. I think RuPaul's going to win because he's won, I think he's won three in a row. That kind of concerns me. Four in a row, five in a row. You know, they, they people want to do something different. So I look out for Nicole Byer, who's actually hosting one of the creative Arts semis, I think, for Nailed It. And I would personally love to see Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler win for making it. I don't know if that'll happen. And then, of course, the Queer Eye hosts are nominated. They're very popular as well, so I could see that. Finally, last two categories we're going to go over. Variety series, talk. They've split the variety series into talk and sketch. Um, talk, so last week tonight with John Oliver has won several years in a row. Now, this is one where not only do they win a lot, they win like 10 years, and then they pick something different. So, like, The Daily Show, I think, won 14 times in a row or something like that when it was Jon Stewart. Uh, last week tonight's won several. I think. I think... Think he's gonna win again, but Trevor Noah had a year and he was very buzzed. And there's a lot of uh, commentary about his his show. A lot of it done from quarantine, of course. This could be the year it's returned to the Daily Show. And then finally, for variety series sketch, uh, Saturday Night Live is gonna win again because it wins every year. And I love, I like the show, but but it's one, it's the most winning show in Emmy history because it's been on for like 86 years and it wins 10 Emmys every year. So it's time to move on. And I would love. We talked about a Black Lady sketch show. It is nominated here. It is just so clever and inventive and funny, and uh, I kind of hope you know when this category was first introduced, there were some upsets like Inside Amy Schumer beat SNL, and Key and Peele won. Noise, noise—that's our <laughs> Noice. favorite episode. It's two great sketch shows. So they, the voters have been in willing in the past to do something other than just SNL for the four hundredth time. So maybe, maybe they'll look at the Black Lady sketch show. It did get very, do very well. I think it got six or seven nods. It got in for directing. So maybe there's an upset brewing. Those are the categories. There are tons of creative arts categories. I suggest you guys check those out if you're interested in those kind of things. But there are like 4,000 of them. So we're obviously not going to not going to do that. I think Angelique would literally kill me. I just want to say thank you to all who are listening and, and, joining, and, and enjoying uh, Gaston Speaks. This has been a fun project for us here at the library. And we're going to continue. We have a new coming out report that just premiered earlier this month. And we're going to do a little history minute about the Ray Mill strike this month. So we're going to continue to do this. And I hope that you guys, if you if you love television, tune into the Emmys. It's always a fun thing. It'll be interesting to see how it goes this year virtually. But I, I give them props for trying. And remember that a lot of these series are available here at the library. You can pick them up via curbside. We're still doing the curbside right now, so you can put them on hold and pick them up. Like I just mentioned, Watchmen. Uh, we we just got in, so that would be a great one since it's the year this year. I really hope that that Schitt's Creek wins. That's my final my final thought of, of the of the the podcast. And thank you for having me, Angelique. This has been fun. It has been fun. It's not gonna be fun to edit, but I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm. So, I did a lot of ums and I breathed too much. I know. It's so fine. It's okay. I'll work with it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank <laughs> See you, next Andrew. Time. Thanks.